Welcome to Above the Garage. Hi, friends. Today, we've got an awesome interview for you. Jermaine Brooks, who you know as Cousin Trey from Season 2 of Your Honor, came to chat with us about the show and the biz. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did. And check out his music on Spotify under the name Mouse, M-O-U-C-E, a man of many talents. Enjoy. Hello. What up? Hi. Hello, beautiful ladies. What's up? Not much. We're excited to meet you. Do you go by Mouse or Jermaine? Or does it depend on the crowd? Yeah, it kind of depends on the crowd, but you can go. We 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 chilling now. So whatever y'all want to do, we're doing it. You entertained me on my ride home from New York City yesterday. So thank you for oh, that. Yeah, yeah you're, this is nice. Matt's playlist. It was good. I was really tired. Oh, yeah, so. German, German. Yeah, nice. It was perfect, and it was like good length. So thank you. So you coming from New York to New York? I live in Philly, so I just okay. go. So New York is just two hours. So yeah, it's a hop and skip. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, Where are you? You're somewhere on the East Coast. I know this. Oh, uh, I'm I'm in Florida right now. I'm based in LA, but I'm in Florida right now. Jacksonville? Orlando. Did you grow up? Where did you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in Orlando. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought Jacksonville. I thought I read that. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm originally from Jacksonville. All my family's from Jacksonville. So I was born, well, you know, grew up in Orlando, but originally from Jacksonville. Gotcha. Hmm. Interesting. How about y'all? Where y'all from? Well, I was going to ask you, I'm from Puerto Rico. I live in Puerto Rico. I know there's a lot of Puerto Ricans down in Orlando, Jacksonville. Do you have any Puerto Rican friends? Oh, yeah, man. I'm Orlando is, Kissimmee is actually Puerto Rico. Yep. Puerto Rico, too, part two. Yep. Puerto Rico, PR. I, I rock with the homies. You know what I also rock with, too? That Starry Night in the background. Yeah, she loves Van Gogh. That's oh, yeah? my favorite. Yeah. Oh, I a couple points there, huh? You ain't think I knew that. You think I was so cultured, huh? <laughs> oh, we knew. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Good call, good call. Scarlett came to visit me in Philly, and I was going to take her to see. A bunch of Van Goghs, and the goddamn museum was closed. I'm still oh, mad about bro. that. Any of y'all been to the Van Gogh experience? The, like, the, where it's kind of, like, not Yeah, live. yeah, yeah. She's yeah. gone. I went in Puerto Rico. Yeah, they had it here, and I missed it. I wish I'd seen it. Did you go? Nah, I missed it. We were shooting. I, I, the day I was trying to go, so oh. I had some something else to do, you know. Yeah, your priorities are all fucked up. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> to the window van, go. <laughs> when did you start music? Uh, music, I started that probably seriously in high school. I started um, just recording on a karaoke machine, a couple buds, you know what I mean? And then from there, people around the school, you know, we just started passing out a few. It became the hot topic. Everybody wanted it. Were you mouse by then? When did you get the mouse name? I was mouse. Yeah, I got that name in middle school. Um, one of the homies, actually, shout out uh, Chris Dassaw. You know, R.I.P. You know, he's he's not with us anymore. But he gave me that name just because, like, I don't know if you remember, like, in the cartoons, how like the the big elephant used to be scared of the little mouse. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. Right? I like that. Yeah. So, do you still are you still recording, or are you like more are you oh, focused yeah. on acting? Yeah, I'm still recording. It's the type of thing that is it's able. I know a lot of people always ask me like, well, how do you do both? Or what do you like best? Or what if you have to choose or whatever? Um, it's like this. When you're not shooting, you have time to, you know, record. And when you're not yeah. recording, you're, you're shooting. So it's kind of a, you know, type of thing that it kind of works hand in hand because with the music, it's more of a, of a self-starter type of thing where you can just go. Like, I can go right now and say, oh, I got an idea. Let's go to the studio right now. You know, yeah. if I got an idea for a show, we can't just go shoot it right now. You know, if I... Yeah. I have to wait for the right part to come along and everything. So that's why I, I, I do both because it gives me, you know, um, control over my creativity at the same time, you know, you know, doing the shows, all right, it's a bigger production. It's like, you know, 
you're a part of something that is, you know, you're, you're, you're on a team that brings me back to my sports days. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did you play? Uh, basketball. Yeah. Basketball, football, baseball, but mainly basketball though. I'm just watching, um, the last chance you. Oh yeah. 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 You watch that the basketball one. Yeah. The basketball. Yeah. One. Yeah. The new one. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen a few of the, they had some football ones before. Yeah, I saw I've seen I haven't before. seen the basketball one yet though, but some of those coaches are crazy, man. What? A lot of coaches are crazy. It's intense. Some directors are crazy, but hey, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to go pro? Were you like good or what are we all? I was, I was good. I just, I got a heart murmur. Oh shit. Grade, maybe. So I had to stop playing for like a year. And after that, that's when I really started getting the music. Like when you guys were yeah. asking for that from there, I just kind of like, you know. Well, that sucks. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. Thank you though. Because I still have, I still have pro aspirations. I'm gonna go pro in some sport, some way. May I be the NBA, right? But there's plenty of <laughs> semi-pro leagues you know there's adult i'm about i think i'm about to start just playing an adult basketball league see how that goes you know what i mean i uh, maybe yeah. shoot minor league baseball it's a lot of minor league baseball teams also just fun yeah you know what didn't gina davis have like a gold medal in archery or something fucking weird like random i think so yeah that's crazy that's dope i know right random sports I'm take one hiding it <laughs> woman of multi-talents yeah since you're in florida were you a heat fan no, I'm a Magic fan, baby. I'm from Orlando. I'm yeah. a Magic fan. And okay. We're doing, we're doing better now. We're doing better now. But I'm going to tell you something really interesting, right? <laughs> LeBron's son, he's about to come out. I think it's not this year, but the next year, right? Mm -hmm. So far, of course, this is looking way down the line, but he's projected to go number 10 to the Magic. Wow. Right? And LeBron already <laughs> said, whatever team his son goes to, he's coming. So, I mean, hey. You know. Oh, shit. How amazing would that be? That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm a Wade fan, so. You're a who fan? Wade. D-Wade. Oh, D-Wade. D-Wade. I mean, um, I used to like the Heat when, when LeBron was, was there when D-Wade. I like D-Wade. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I was living in Miami when that happened, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, I wasn't living in Miami, but I was in Miami the day LeBron came there. Oh, wow. It went crazy. You know what I'm saying? I remember just seeing, like, ESPN, the bottom line. LeBron James. You know what I mean? That was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> my uh, my six-year-old son walks around the house saying, Bron James, like, constantly. And I don't know where he got nice. him from, but this is, like, his new thing. And he wants his jerseys. And he's like, I was like, what Space Jam. He likes Out Space Jam. Out of nowhere. Huh? No, he hasn't seen it. Why the hell haven't I showed him that? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good one. That's saving that in the cut. My son's crazy about basketball, too. That's how he really got into it was Space Jam. Once he, you know, LeBron is what started it. And then from there, you know, Steph Curry and then not Kobe, everybody. So Oh, it's Curry, too. That's the other oh, yeah. thing he walks yeah. around saying. So, like, they were supposed to play a couple weeks ago, and he was excited. And then one of them dropped out. One of them was injured oh, or Steph, something. And Steph then the other one didn't play. Yeah, and then Steph's LeBron hurt. didn't play. And it was, like, oh, no. heartbreaking. <laughs> That's the only thing about um the NBA, man. Like, especially if your team is, like, like the Lakers only come to Orlando once, you know, and if LeBron's yeah. playing that game, then like, you know, that's it for the year. Yeah. Yep. How do you um get into acting? I was a child actor. So I was doing oh, a lot of cool. stuff, um, Nickelodeon earlier. <gasps> and, really? Uh, Nickelodeon. Things like that. Yeah. What yeah. did you do on Nickelodeon? Um, I was on my brother and me, a few other shows. I forget what is that? It was like the, um, that era though, like what was the um the the, the slime they slime the slime double uh, uh, fuck what was that I don't know if that's I the name it. It might, I might be I'm butchering it that's why I just say it's Nickelodeon. double something yeah, yeah it was double something but yeah I was uh that's how I started and then from there wait you got you got slimed no nah, I didn't get slimed I didn't get slimed oh damn 
I know, right? I, I want to get double slapped. dare, double dare, double dare, double dare. Oh, see, we got, we got the, you know, what I'm saying? We got the fact checker. We got the fact checker. I had to, that there. would be bothering me for like the next hour. <laughs> I know, right? That that kills me too when I can't think of something. But that's really how I got into it, and then from there, I I kind of got out of it. Like as with everything, was coming full circle, as y'all say. After that, that's when I really got into sports. You know, um, like playing mm-hmm. ball and everything. So I was really taking that a lot more serious. I just wasn't getting the roles that I liked that I wanted to get. Like, I mean, obviously I was a, a child, so I mean, I'm not going to, you know, be doing uh, nothing too crazy, mm. but I'm from Orlando. So there's just, most of the roles were just like Disney commercials, you know, things like that, local commercials. And I just, you know, I wanted more. So it I wasn't kind fulfilling. Of stepped yeah. away from it for a little while. And what actually got me back into acting was the Tupac movie. Oh yeah. The recent one. Yeah. A few years ago. But actually, it wasn't the, the movie that came out. It came out a little later. It, it went through a bunch of different directors. And so it was shifted around a lot. But when it first was going, um, that's when I first got back into acting. I just um, I started recreating these Tupac interviews and I'll post them on my YouTube. And from there, it started getting a lot of buzz. And um, Layla Steinberg, she's Tupac's original man. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I know y'all stuff then. Uh, yeah. So she reached out and then we just kind of. Sorry, building from there. She actually's got a poem that only she got that I wrote to her, but kind of about Pac or whatever. So one day, you know, she'll probably put it out, but that's what got that's me back so into cool. it. Yep. And then from there, I just, um, you know, obviously I didn't end up starring as a Tupac. So that was, you know, a disappointment, but it got me back into motion to where I realized like, hey, you know, it's some kind of good at you know what I mean? Yeah. I've gotten yeah. good at this. And it helped my study game. Like the Tupac thing really helped my study game. Because um, when you're doing trade, you you make up, you know, everything that's not, you know, in the script or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can make up your favorite food, you know, your, you know, your past, your child, whatever, you know. When you're doing a bio on somebody, you gotta know them. Yeah. You gotta mm-hmm. know about them. You gotta know, you know, what they ate for lunch in sixth grade. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> so um <laughs> Yeah, so the Tupac thing helped me on my research game to where now everything adds up to the to the whole, to the total. So it helped yeah. a lot, but that's really what got me back into it was the Tupac thing. And that was my dream role, but, um, you know. Pretty cool. Pretty cool that Tupac got you, got you back into acting. Tupac. Tupac Got a lot to thank him for. I imagine he's an influence in your music. Who else do you like uh, to listen to? Oh, man, I listen to, honestly, I don't listen to too many artists because it kind of um you know it seeps into your head you know just a little Mm -hmm. bit like you know you you may not realize it and then you look back oh man that flow was from this so i I don't listen to i listen to a lot of myself especially when i'm trying to like come up with an album which is what i'm doing right now so i listen to a lot of me 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 me. (laughs) i listen to a lot of me you know honestly if we're being real, the Tupac, Tupac was always my main inspiration, motivation, everything. And even with acting, I think that I kind of have like in a in a way, there was no one else. Like me and Tupac have a lot of similarities, even when it comes to the acting, right? Because most act rappers, they get roles and stuff like that. They got the ludicrous got the role because he's ludicrous. I'm not taking anything away from him, any, any credit or right. something like that, but he got the role because he's ludicrous. He's not studying He doesn't know Stanislavski. You know, well, he does now, I'm sure, probably, but you know what I'm saying? Um, me and right. Tupac. We came up, you know, studied into this. And so I think that that just gives us a different, um, but still having that street background, you know, so that gives us like a rough edge and authenticity that I think they can't really be touched. But at the same time, sometimes people think 
that juice role for Tupac. People don't give him the credit that he deserves for that role because they're just like, oh man, he's just being himself. He was acting crazy, just being himself. Not realizing like how deep he had to dig for that role. And I yeah, just, mm -hmm. so I learned a lot from Tupac, but I know the question was about music. So what I listen to, man, um, I listen to everything, see everything that's current, but um, I try not to delve too far into it. Like I may not just play everybody's album and stuff like that, but I got to shout out a few artists like, you know, Wiz Khalifa, Kodak Black, Young and Ace. I listen to other stuff too, besides rap, stuff like Kareem Bailey Ray. That's one of my favorite artists. Hmm, yeah. St. Vincent is one of my yeah. favorite artists too. So I listen to a lot of, you know, try to keep it eclectic, dig back into some old school stuff. And then a lot of times, honestly too, I listen to a lot of talk radio. I like Coast to Coast AM. Y'all listen to Coast to Coast AM? Y'all heard of that? Conspiracy show, but you know, it's um, it puts you up on game, you know? about the aliens and coming <laughs> my uncle used to listen to someone named art bell that is that's coast to coast oh shit is yes. that him the torch got passed but he's that is the show it's coast to coast george nori is the host now yo art bell got some clap they still play like art bell classic episodes i listened to that so much as a kid i'm crazy you shit did? yeah oh. it's really funny i can't believe i didn't know that it it carried on that's coast to coast yeah were you a fan of Your Honor before you got the role? Yes, and kind of. Once I knew <laughs> it, I was in the running for the role. <laughs> Became a big fan real fast. Yeah, oh, yeah, once I knew I was in the running for the for the show, I, you know, once again, on my study game, started watching. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, mm -hmm. I got to get this part. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, in my opinion, and it's the same thing, the first thing I told Brian when I first met him, I'm like, bro, this is the, this is the best show on TV. I'm not just saying it just because I'm on it. You know, yeah. so I honestly feel like that. And I felt like that before I got the part. But yeah, once I knew I was in the running, that's when I really started digging deep for that role. And actually, see, I'm, I'm giving y'all all the sauce because I see y'all, I, I like, first of all, I really appreciate y'all a lot. You know what I mean? Because- Thank um, you. I post you on the gram. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I love the support. And like, you know, I listen to the podcast and, you know, I, I rock with y'all, man. So I'm gonna give y'all some exclusive sauce. Right here. All right, right we're ready. All we right. We like the sauce. We like the sauce. I was originally supposed to be Lil Chris. Oh, what happened? And then that's when they were like, um, no, let's let's that's when Trey came along. Like, we want to see you for someone else, which is a good sign from production when they want to see you for something else, but sometimes you don't know what something else, you don't know if it's better or worse or less also. Yeah, I was really supposed to be Lil Chris. How y'all think that would have worked out? Me being Lil Chris, you think Trey? What do you? How do y'all think that would have worked out? Chris is chief, right? Yeah, with the chain. Yeah, with the yeah. little ice. Oh, let me get my. <laughs> no, I think it worked out better. I like Trey better because you definitely dig way more into Trey's story than you do Chris. It's just a lot different, you know. what I mean, now I know Chris get more involved too now with you know what happened yeah. last week and everything mm -hmm. like that. That was so sad. Yeah, that was wow, right? Yeah. It gets deep. It gets deep. So would y'all rather see me as Chris or Trey? I think I see you more as Trey. Yeah. I think Trey has a little more depth. He shows more character. He shows more personality. You got more background on him, like you said. Like you've been, you went, he went to jail yeah. or yeah. something. You know, you got his family connections. He, he oil changes. He's created oil changes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your cousins get a discount. No, not much. Trey, <laughs> Trey, Trey squeezed five quarters out of a dollar. Yeah. No, I like Trey. I like I like you as Trey. Yeah. yeah. So I think it worked out. 
I like how he was like, so I don't know. You could just tell he didn't really want to do this. He didn't want to get exactly. back into this. Exactly. Get yeah. fucked all over again. And then exactly what happened. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly what happened. So shout out to Lauren for making that good decision. You know, shout out to Lauren. So yeah, is he still in jail? I guess his mom is not interested in getting him out. She's not having <laughs> it, man. But on the flip side, look yeah. what happened to Mo. So maybe it was safer to stay in there. It was safer you know? in jail. Yeah. But yeah, like Big Mo, I fucking hate her now. I mean, oh, man, she's doing way too much right now. Yeah. It's so bad. No, she's never coming back from me. But I think they're, I think they're, do you know what happens? Anyway, I think they're ripe for a change. <laughs> Lil Mo will be back. <laughs> well, it's funny because we were talking to Peter Solid and, uh, and he claims not to know. And I'm like, how? How could you not read? I couldn't do it. I don't have the self restraint. I would, I would do that too. I would do that too. Wow. You guys are impressive. I couldn't. Like you asked me first if I was a fan of the show. Like we're all fans of the show. Like to be yeah. like, you know, I mean, I lucked up and ended up getting on this show. You know, like I said, once I knew I was going for it, I really wanted it. And the thing with me is like, it's hard for me, honestly. That's why I'm, the reason why I'm telling you why I want it so bad is because it's hard for me to like, if I don't get the part, I don't watch too much. That's fair. Cause you, you're like, I could have been doing that better. Yeah. So there's a lot of shows on TV right now that I'm just like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I didn't want to do that to your honor because I love the show so much. So I'm like, man, I better make the right choice. And they did. Did you have to audition um, a lot or was it like one audition type of thing? Um, For that one, I, it was, it was a few. And like I said, I auditioned for Chris first. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was, you know, getting the good feedback from that. And then when they yeah. threw the trade thing out there, then I think that was just, um, nowadays it's a lot different. Like they, it used to be much more of a like, probably like two or three self tapes in the beginning. And then, you know, you're going in person in the room. So mm-hmm. now a lot of times, most of the time they're booking off tape, almost pretty much um, exclusive, yeah. unless you're like an offer only type of, you know, uh, actor, then they're mainly booking off tape. So it was all tape. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a smooth process, but I mean, Definitely, the audition is the to me is the trickiest and hardest part, right? Because it's usually like like a blank background like this, and you're just yeah. standing there like, no, stop, please. And it's uh, it's just hard, yeah. but like when someone, <laughs> <laughs> someone pulling the gun on you, it's easier when it's like boom. But yeah, when you know, it's much easier to give that natural reaction as to where when you're in the audition, yeah. you have to just mm-hmm. conjure everything in your mind. And um, especially times when it depends on like what the sides are and stuff like that and how things are positioned, you know, so the audition can be real tricky, but nowadays most everything is done off tape. And a lot of times now they're booking off that first tape. Yeah. Do you get friends to self tape with you? How does it even work? Well, it's, it's a process, right? Um, (laughs) It's a process. Cause sometimes there's a thing too, is the productions. Sometimes you get time, but most times you don't get too much time. You know, so a lot of times you may get an audition and, you know, it, you got to get it back like the next evening or something like that or in a day or two. So sometimes you might be on the road or, you know, you might not have, I have a person that's, that's my mentor and everything like that. That's that I do most of my, um, you know, most of my taping with Avis and, you know, but a lot of times I'm not there. So you just have to, sometimes you do have to use, you know, friends or family, hold the phone, you know what I mean? Somebody yeah. hold the phone, you know? <laughs> and it is tricky because like, you know, the key to acting a lot of people don't understand is like not over acting. That's worse yeah. than, you know, just doing not so much. 
So a lot of times when friends they want to help and stuff like that, and they're doing so, hey man, what are you doing over there? Because you gotta be, be able to bring the people don't realize like that person that you're taping with, that's that's important. They really Matters, help yeah. pull that performance out of you because if they're not, if they're you know late with the lines or there's an extra breath of the two in between and you know, stuff like that, it can throw you off. Or like I said, if they're like overdoing it, and then it's like, man, look, bro, just 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 chill, bro. Just do it a little, do it, just do it regular, bro. Just do it regular. Okay. Well, hey, man, we do it. <laughs> do it regular, man. You know, so it's like, but on the flip side, <laughs> um, yeah, you just gotta get it done. And I was in Raising Canaan. Uh, when I auditioned for that, I'm not gonna lie. I know I'm not trying to like bring the mood down or anything, but I actually did the audition right before my grandma's funeral. Oh, I'm sorry. It was at, it was at my grandma's house too in Jacksonville, and I had to have one of my cousins like take me on the um like on the porch, you know what I mean? And just because and there's another thing too. See, I'm giving you all the sauce. I'm giving you all the insiders. Right? The self tape, right? Like granted, like right now I'm in a you know blank white background you know what i mean but a lot of times it's hard to find an area that they yeah. want and they want to see okay then zoom out so we can see full body whose house who where you got a full place yeah. you can just zoom out and see full body of the house with nothing in the background <laughs> and then they get mad when they're shit in the background like oh man you had laundry there this that whatever it's like ah oh, man that's yeah so, <laughs> it's tricky but yeah my cousin we had to do that right before my grandma's funeral so that's what it like man you know, when, when we when we talk about the journey and everything like that, like, man, it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely been a heck of a one. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like nobody prefers self-tapes. Um, I know the directors and all the actors that we've talked to, like they prefer the, the experience and the challenge of being like in the room because it's actually like good for them. You can tell yourself a lot more in the room. Like, yeah, on tape, you can't like I see how I'm vibing with y'all and stuff like that. Like, you know, what I mean, like you're honestly your audition starts. As soon as you put your two feet down in the parking lot or hop off the train or wherever you have yeah. the audition, you know, right. or from there, people get to see your personality and you, you know, you're talking to the receptionist. Yeah. You know, me, I'm gonna crack a few jokes here and there. I'm gonna get, I, I know, you know, I'm, this is me, you know what I'm saying? But at the mm -hmm. same time, like, I, I use it to my advantage as well. Like, I know that, like, hey, this, the audition starts now. And I know when you go in that room, it's not based only on the lines you're gonna say, you know, so it's how you're interacting. With the casting directors and if you know if once you get to you know those higher auditions of course like the director is going to be there too maybe one of the writers and stuff like that so it's how you're interacting with them you get way more of a chance to build that connection even if it's not for this part you know they mm -hmm. make it was like hey you know yeah. man mm -hmm. yeah he's a cool guy man well, actually we got, we got another role coming up for this other thing you know yeah. for him whatever so right self-tape is it's just like with everything else man honestly it's like um self-checkout you know, it takes away some of the human, you know, and I hate that. I don't mind self-checkout. <laughs> I, I, for first, for a while, I tried to like protest. Well, not protest, but I mean, I fought against it for a while. Every time I'd be in Walmart, <laughs> no, nah, man, I need a person over here. You, come on. <laughs> you know, but after a while, I just have to, you know, roll with the flow, roll with the punches. But yeah, it does take a lot of the personality out of it to where you're able to really sell yourself to that, you know, cast director, because really, yeah. It's about you. Yeah, you're That's selling you. Understand. It's not about like, oh, memorizing these words and like pretending I'm someone else. Like at the end of the day, it's about you. And even somebody like Brian, who I think is like, I, I mean, he's number one in my book, you know, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But mm -hmm. I mean, you, you watch all his roles and everything very different from 
friends to Malcolm in the Middle to yeah. Coral mm -hmm. WW, you know, but it's still him. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all feel yeah. that, right? Y'all see what I'm yes. talking about? Like, it's still him. Like how he, like when he's frustrated with something, it's like, uh, like how he does that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what he <laughs> That's a good does, impression. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like, you know, so it's still you. So yeah, it is a lot harder to capture you in a self-tape. Right. And it's just forgettable. So it's like this. Like I would rather be sitting with y'all at a round table right now. You know what I mean? Toasting it up, yeah. coffee it up. But I mean, we make it happen. This is still, you know, you know we still, we find our ways to fight through it and, and we, we use our technology to our advantage. So, I mean, you can't always be there in the room, you know, being yeah. in the room. Now on the flip side, because we talked about like how, you know, the self-tape sucks so bad. Well, let's look at it the other way because a lot of times being in the room, I mean, I've flown, drove, ran you know what i mean <laughs> miles and miles to have you know then the pat on the back and like hey our people are gonna call your people it's like all right <laughs> you know i mean flew all the way up to you know to virginia for that perfect you know so yeah, that, yeah. the flip side of it is there that are you, benefits yeah you can do so much more and you know you don't have to physically be just like with the you know we talk about like with the music flipping on to music right at first, I think a lot of people fought back against like the streaming. Is they're like, man, you know, I mean, honestly, you we do deserve more per stream as artists. So that's something I will put out there. Mm -hmm. But I looked that up yesterday when I was listening to your music. That's funny. I was really interested. It's so fucking small. It's so small. So you really have to get millions and millions and millions of streams to really make a dent. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, there's that. But once again, the silver lining is. I don't have to manufacture 10,000 CDs and sell them, send them overseas. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. One in South Africa, they can listen to my music listen right, to you right now. now. Available 24 yeah. seven is available to everyone. And now it's not even, you're really not even selling it at this point. It's more of a yeah. consumed product at this point. You know what I mean? Like you right. listen to music, you know what I'm saying? You didn't have to buy it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You play Spotify, you got mouse for free. Well, yeah, pretty much for free. <laughs> 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 the pros and the cons right you know so you just got to go with the flow but definitely love being in the room more definitely like feel like being in the room really like gets you that personal connection and everything like that so you just mentioned raising canaan is that something you did recently um i was on season one i was on the last episode of season one so i had a flat top on that show watch when y'all see it I, but I'll i check it out dreads but I had a flat top, like, bro, they, I don't know how, that was that Hollywood magic right there. <laughs> I, honestly, I like it. I was like, man, I was about to hop. It was in New York. I was about to hop on the train and ride with this. But I'm like, man, no, I don't know I like the how they did it. I don't want this thing flapping off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like so I was like, yeah, I'll take it off or whatever. I was about to keep it on, you know. Going back to your honor, I know you said you were cast as Chris before. And then you got Trey. How did you get into character? Like on it, did you make like a backstory? Was it given to you? How do you get into character? Oh yeah, and this this one too. I'm put you on game too. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're <laughs> people think they're like you know. There's all these rehearsals and you know we're doing these uh, table reads and like you know the director's gonna check in with you and see where you're at with things. No, you just show up ready to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's basically like you show up ready to go. And in the trailer, they may have like a little, you know, they have like a little paper that has a script for that day and everything like that. That's about the most help you're going to get. I have a whole life story for Trey. You know what I'm saying? I have a whole life story for Trey because that's what people don't understand too. It's about what's not 
in the script, but what's in the character, you know, yeah. even like the Bible, the Bible is not, you know, it's, it's not this all encompassing. It's like Star Wars, right? Star Wars says in a galaxy far, far away, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Right. So that means there's stuff before this, there's stuff yeah. after this. This is mm -hmm. just like a, a capsule, piece. time capsule of, yeah, of that character or of what's going on. So you really got to fill in the blanks. You got to know, Hey, did the man make good grades in high school? You know, how was his relationship with him? How did mom feel when he went to prison the first time? What did he go to prison for? You know, what was his worst day in prison? These are all things that are in my Rolodex that may or may not show up on screen. So mm -hmm. I think you really got to like create that backstory for Trey. Like I said, I think Trey definitely is, um, has a had, had more depth than Chris. Obviously, Chris may be getting to the point where Trey is at after all this stuff has happened to right. him. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trey was already at that point where it's like, man, screw this. I'm I'm you know what I mean? I'm trying to do it the right way. I'm gonna get down and dirty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Change some oil, you know what I mean, for a high price. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's a little bit more depth with Trey and and yeah, you got to create that. Even with Crystal, even with characters like that, I think that you can you can still find a piece of depth. And I think another thing too, I'm put you on is like on the way up, right? Like it's once again going back to sports. I'm a sports guy, related everything to sports. You got to get those reps. So to be a great basketball player, like you got to have like be able to play in game. You know what I mean? Actual yeah. regulate, like it's one thing to like be practicing, scrimmaging, this at the park, but like right. it's nothing like those in-game reps. And when you're on your way up, the first reps you're getting is two or three lines. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Honestly, that's kind of, I won't say, it's very difficult to do. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say what's yeah. harder, what's not harder, but uh, once again, when you have two or three lines, now you're trying to like, fit in and like make yourself a part of the story and you're also still trying to stand out so it's yeah. like you know what i mean like you got those two lines you're like really trying to do those two lines <laughs> too much it's like once again back to the overacting thing. overacting so it's yeah. hard to like narrow it in and like get those in-game reps you know when you're first getting those two like uh i i watched master class samuel jackson's one of them that studied and yeah. he's talking about how he was um uh, one of the, the movies with uh, Spike Lee, he was playing a, a crackhead. I don't know if it may, may have been New Jack City. Uh, uh, I don't want to say the wrong I want to say the wrong thing, but I know he was playing a crackhead, you know, or a drug act, whatever. You feel me? Yeah. But he, how he approached it was like, you know what? You know, I'm going to give this guy some depth here. He's not going to just be just, you know, just a, a crackhead. Like, you know, he gave him yeah. some depth. He gave him a backstory. He gave a reason to why, oh, he lost his wife. And this is what started him on the drugs and this, that, yeah. whatever. So mm -hmm. like it reads on screen. People don't realize that they're like, even like now, like how I'm sitting here, like you could tell that I'm like thinking about what I'm going to say and things like that. And so when you're that character, you have those few moments where you're thinking, you know, mm -hmm. of something and it reflects. So it is hard to do those two liners and stuff like that yeah. um, to really, you know, show yourself. But that's that's what you're going to get at first. That's what you're going to get mm -hmm. at first. And then, you know, you move up the ladder to, you know, series regular or, you know, lead roles and stuff. But I think it's harder to kind of it's almost like, yeah, once again, going to sports, it's like, you know, being that backup quarterback. You know, it's hard when you get in the game like you got like two or three plays. It's like, yeah. you're trying to throw the Hail Mary to wow everybody to like, yeah, yeah. like, sure, I belong. Like, hey, I can start or whatever. But at the same time, like, 
the play wasn't a Hail Mary. You know what I mean? You got to just play it smooth. So, you know, you got to play the game how it goes, but still be able to add depth to the character no matter how involved they are in the actual script. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it came across well for Trey. What did uh, what did Trey go to jail for? Oh, uh, well, some... Oh, I figured. Was it actually him or did he take the... No, uh... he, didn't, he, he didn't snitch. That's, that's yeah. what happened. That's why she's supposed to fucking protect him now. What a bitch. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of family dynamic. As you can see, like, uh, my mom, shout out to Daphne. Shout out to da- Daphne. We love Daphne. We love Yo, Daphne. Daphne. Y'all need to interview Daphne, too. She she put me yeah. on to y'all, honestly, if we're being real. She put me on to y'all. She sent me, like, I think y'all did some kind of meme or whatever. I was in it. <laughs> Yo, that's lit. I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I've been rocking with y'all ever since. So yeah, shout out to Daphne. But yeah, she, as you could see, uh, like there's a whole dynamic there where her and Big Mo, a lot of things are going to come out later on. So, I mean, right now, who knows why things are how they are, but you'll, you'll see. All right. I look forward to that. Wait, well, hey, let me ask y'all. I want to know. See, this is this is a pod, this is a pod, right? So we go back and forth. Yes. It's not just like a suited up interview. So I want to ask y'all, like, how did you guys come together? How did the podcast come together? Like, you know, what's the origin story? The origin of this international conglomerate. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not very impressive. We met on the cesspool of the internet, Reddit, and started oh, talking Reddit. a lot. Nice. Yeah. We were talking about Handmaid's Tale a lot uh, during COVID, right? So I don't know. At one point I just suggested doing a podcast and then it happened. So we had like a good following for our handmaids podcast, and we decided to start a separate one for other shows it's kind of tough starting from scratch because we were used to like a shitload of like followers and interaction and and now we're like literally just starting all over with your honor but it's been great because like honestly the cast and the crew have been yeah. like so nice like yeah. dming us nice things and sharing shit and so thank you we appreciate it oh, thank you guys we appreciate all the support for the show yeah. i mean really means a lot and like i said like um once i came across you guys i I love what you were doing thank you kimberly makes the collages kimberly's got like such an eye for yes you be getting my good side too i always i always pick the good side yeah yeah you get get me right yeah i I like what y'all do i definitely love what y'all doing man so i mean it's really and like what you said look that's what everything man like everything starts with just a thought you know yeah nothing to it but to do it you know and and even the tallest mountain you know one step at a time you know you'll be Mm -hmm. on top of Kilimanjaro yeah 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 I mean it it really came for Handmaids like we've interviewed like most of the cast and crew and it's been very fulfilling and it only took you know a year a year a year to get to that point so yeah no keep we walk with y'all here man do you stay in touch with many of the cast members that you met on set? Yeah, I try to stay in touch as much as 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 possible. You know, it's a lot easier to stay in touch now with like, you know, Instagram and like, you yeah. know, all the right. uh, you yeah. know, people posting. It's just easy to just like, oh, boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Comment, interact, and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, as far as like, you know, yeah, I stay in touch with everybody that I can. I, I love like honestly, this show. I think it shows. It's like, see, I'm from the south, right? And there's a saying down here, like, we, you know, your grandma say that when you're doing that cookie, you got to put that L-O-V-E into it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so food tastes different when, you know, you put a little love into it. You know what it I'm does. saying? The ingredients could be the yeah. ingredients, but when you put love into it, it comes out different. So I feel like everybody on this whole show 
just put a little bit of LOV into it. Yeah. You know, the gaffer to the AD to, you know, um, the DP to, you know, to the to Brian's to, you know, I mean, to Rose, everybody, yeah. you know, yeah. not just the actors. I rock with everybody on that show. And like yeah. that was always a vibe. You know what I'm saying? It shows like you hear the I've heard the the term prestige television dropped a lot lately, but like you can see it. It comes across as like a higher product because of that. It is because everybody is putting in there. Everyone is, is in love with what they do. Like I was in the studio the other day with an engineer that was just like so excited to record the music. So excited to like, man, I'm going to do this with that vocal. I'm gonna do this. He's like a scientist. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. You need someone that's excited to even plug the chords in. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, totally. the, the person plugging the chords in was excited to be there. Everybody was cool. The experts was cool. You know what I mean? So I keep in touch with as many people as I can. Definitely real cool with Keith. You feel me? That's the homie. You know, yeah. that's like my second mom. You know what I mean? My TV yeah. mom. So I can definitely keep in touch with everybody. You know, Darren, amazing director as well, man. Yeah, shout out to everybody on the show, man. I don't want to start. I know I started naming people. I don't want yeah, to yeah. It's like the awards. Every single person. <laughs> you know I mean, even wardrobe. I definitely got to give a shout out to wardrobe, though, man. Oh, my. See, y'all got this started. Let me just shout out to everybody. Everybody on the yeah. show is, is just crazy love. And like you said, though, it's not just like we're, we're out there like kumbaya. We out here making history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we out here getting, yeah. getting, getting it in. But at the same time, it's like when you have that love for it, man, it just comes out different, man. Yeah. What was it like for, um, with the fight scene between- Oh, yeah, and that fight scene. I like that, huh? <laughs> 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 yeah, I like that first one. That, y'all thought I had him at first. I had him at first, but- I did. You know, that was, in real life, Keith know what happened in real life, you know? <laughs> but no, nah, that fight scene was definitely dope. It was exciting. We filmed that on- Crenshaw, and I forgot that it's like a Nipsey's hood, right? Yeah. Uh, cool. uh, you know what I mean? We in the hood with it, dog. We in the hood, dog. So it was probably at like five o'clock at night and everything. And um, yeah, the combat on film is different because it's like, it's it's almost like a dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's yeah. choreographed and stuff like that. Me and Keith were working with the... Um, you know, the stunt coordinators and everything. And, and we we worked on it like a few days prior and stuff like that mm-hmm. to, to be on point. It was pretty dope because how it was, we did have stunt doubles and everything like that. Shout out to the stunt dubby. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, we had stunt doubles, but we ended up doing the majority, like almost everything of it. Like the only thing the stunt yeah. double did was go through the glass. The know, glass, sorry. yeah. Right, oh, yeah. Trey couldn't go through the glass, you know. Well, Trey did, but Jermaine couldn't. But you know, stunt double did. So, but other than that, they were supposed to um, do a lot more. You know what I mean? The stunt doubles were supposed to do yeah. more. Yeah, oh, okay. um, Walking it out, you know. Saying so we almost got into a fight for real. I was like, yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was definitely fun. It was fun. Oh, and yeah, I'm giving you all the sauce, right? Yeah, that was yeah, a yeah. one taker. Ooh, nice, nice. Really? One take, Jake. I expected to do more, you know? And like I said, different people have different styles. Y'all, y'all already interviewed Peter, Darren. I can reach out to Darren, too. I, 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 I might, might not have to work for y'all. Y'all might have to cut me a Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be but, our agent um, now. Thank you. Darren, we'll give you 10% off the top. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, 10% <laughs> off, like cousins, right? Uh, yeah, Darren, his style is a little different than Peter. Peter, you know, 
did a lot more shots and you know made sure it was a lot more coverage and stuff like that and stayed a little yeah. more true to the paper uh-huh. um, where Darren was a little bit more of like just capturing that raw emotion yeah that's so interesting the different styles yeah it is so now let me ask you guys this like from the viewer's perspective do you feel like it changes like when you're watching a series like that and you know there's all these different directors do you feel a difference in episodes or do you feel like the, the story is so central to the courts where it doesn't really feel different i only started noticing when i started making like the collages and stuff because i see so many um like different screenshots like of each shot they've taken so you can definitely tell like between some directors like oh they like the wide shot or they like this trick that's shot true. or you know that that's the only reason I could tell but if it was just if it was before doing all this no nah, I'd have I'd have no clue <laughs> yeah. yeah I feel like we've just been learning a lot as we go and so we're noticing a lot more now but yeah that's true previously as a viewer I would never ever notice because it's just the story that you're so show. focused on y'all the six men you feel me like in basketball y'all the six men right on the bench ready to get in <laughs> we're honored to be on that bench with y'all oh yeah no you're you're on you're on oh there yeah. yes yeah unintended <laughs> it wasn't intended yeah. uh, how long were you in new orleans i want to i want to hang out in new orleans with y'all i did most of my stuff in la another just to put you on game a little bit like a lot of um i forgot can't tell y'all too much but i mean like the majority of this season honestly was was filming in la a lot of those interiors those interiors yeah, all of them. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you see the Superdome, of course, you know that's New Orleans. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. New Orleans is cool, but uh, New Orleans, LA is like New Orleans. You know what I mean? You're an LA guy. Yeah. I do love the shots from New Orleans, though. Yeah, they're beautiful. We needed that. We definitely needed that. Like that adds like that. I yeah. mean, it's a New Orleans show. At the end of the day, it's a New yeah. Orleans show from season one. If we're like the majority was shot in New Orleans. Yeah. You don't want to lose that feel, you know what I mean? Because it was such yeah. a feel, and I think that yeah. that adds to it so much. And, and the mayor, the mayor, he really brings the New Orleans out. He really makes me feel. <laughs> yeah, I love his accent. His accent is like it's so fun. <laughs> I love Isaiah. Yeah, he's so amazing. Good. He's amazing. So he he brings that New Orleans. He really makes it feel like New Orleans. So, but now definitely be able to keep that feel. I think was really important. I like when I see stuff that's filming in LA and I'm like, hey, I know where that's at and everything like that. That's cool. <laughs> but then, you know, the world is not just LA, New York, and Atlanta. You know, mm-hmm. and if we being real, that's where like, you know, most stuff is filmed at. Yeah. So I like when other cities get a little bit of shine and stuff. Yeah. And it looks seamless to us. So they pulled it off. Oh, they yeah. pulled it off well. It feels like New Orleans. Yeah. Did you work with, yeah, you worked with Benji a little. I don't know. He just like blew me away in the last episode and his scene with Carlo. Oh, no. Benji's the man. I'm gonna lie, man. Benji the man, bro. Benji the yeah. man. He's so talented and so nonchalant about all this. He's just like, yeah. Man. I love his Instagram posts. He's just like, so. Chill. Yeah, that's how he is. That's how he is in life. <laughs> Shout out to the homie. He's he's so cool, collected, calm. I, I I like he um you know he was on Disney and everything like that and had like a lot of success oh, was he? as a yeah. child. Yeah, he had a lot of success earlier. So this is like how he. He grew up in this, having tutors and all that stuff and everything. So mm, to him, yeah. it's like, to us, it's like the set is more interesting than real life. To him, like the real life is more interesting than, you know Yeah. Because I mean? that's what's new to him and like, oh, wow. Yeah, so but he's dope. <laughs> I mean, he's a super talented, man. 
can turn it on, turn it off in a second. I can only imagine what, you know, the next type of roles are going to be for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's amazing. He does music too. So y'all. Oh, uh, uh, does he? I don't ever post anything on Instagram. So I don't know if you're going to find it, but you know. But he <laughs> music too. So uh, check him out too, though, man. He's lit. We will. What's in the works for you? Anything coming up that we can watch out for? Well, um, can't talk too much. <laughs> but uh, trust me, you're going to be seeing the kid and like, I appreciate y'all so much for rocking with me. You know what I mean? Like, it means more. At the, you know what I mean? The three people in the stadium means more. You know what I mean? That was there from the beginning. You're not going to forget us? You're not going to forget us? I'll never forget y'all. No, nah, I won't forget y'all. For real, we locked in. We locked we're gonna, in. We're going to follow you. Definitely. Follow the kid. And we're going we're gonna to turn up. Trust me. <laughs> just like, you know what I mean? Trust me. Like, I'm not even... There's a thing, like, I'm, I have to be the best. I have to be the greatest. You know what I mean? Like, nothing else will suffice. So, yeah, y'all stay tuned. We won't accept any less from you, so. See, and I need people like that to hold me accountable. You know what I mean? Get hold me accountable. It. But we live, <laughs> trust me. Well, we need your DMs, like, come on, huge. get it. <laughs> she likes to slide into DMs. Oh, yeah, slide into DMs, slide into DMs. <laughs> Y'all got to keep watching everything I do. Y'all got to keep watching the next thing, too. We are lifetime fans now, my yeah. friend. Well, you got my vote for anything, anything y'all need. All right. Well, we'll be following you then. Thank you for doing this so much. Sorry for taking so much time. Definitely. No, no. I appreciate every moment of your time. Definitely stay tuned in. The show is going to get even crazier and crazier. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen next. All right. Well, this has been so fun. I hope you have an awesome day and we're going to keep in touch and watch everything you do. So yeah. everything. Thank we'll y'all. Thank you. Definitely thank you. And man, y'all have an amazing podcast. Keep it going. Keep it growing. Yeah. We lit. LFG. Let's fucking go. <laughs> All right. And y'all be safe. I appreciate y'all. 1,000. Appreciate too. you. Peace.